1: Everybody, thanks for tuning in again. This is a pretty exciting topic: epigenetics and pregnancy. And for some of you, you've never even heard of the term. So, what could be more exciting than opening up uh, and learning something new? And what's even more exciting is the first time that I have on Mum's the Word interviewed two people at the same time. So really exciting. We've got two midwives and they happen to be two mothers as well who jointly co-founded Nurturing Us on the episode. And together they wanted to empower women to approach their pregnancy with openness, clarity and knowledge about the connection with their baby before birth. They want to increase women's awareness that their baby is a conscious, aware and expressive being and that a woman in pregnancy plays an active role in the development and well-being of her baby in utero. They want to inspire women to believe that they can make a real difference to the health and the emotional well-being of their child's future. The emerging research of epigenetics and perinatal psychology clearly demonstrates that gratitude, love, and connection to yourself as a pregnant woman and with your baby can make a real difference. Together they have gathered the evidence to date and developed a holistic, integrative, collaborative, and complementary approach to empowering confidence in preconception and pregnancy. And as women and mothers and as midwives, they hope that they can Leave a legacy that benefits the mother, her family, and her baby as we in turn have journeyed, or sorry, as they in turn have journeyed the path with their families. And they aim to make a difference one woman at a time. Super excited to bring these empowered women to you. What I will also say is there's a lot of exciting things happening at Mum's the Word this year. One of which is I'm finally going to get round to making a um, a website where you can find all the episodes and the bios and the photos and and also the quotes from from the guests and it's a big project as you can imagine I think we're more than 70 episodes in I've just completed an international move as many of you know back to the other side of the world a lot of you also know I'm a single mom a lot of you also know that I'm a chiropractor in practice and, uh, here as well running my own practice so you can imagine it's a huge task and, and one of my biggest tasks was just to get a new website happening for my practice so that is now complete and I'm very happy if you want to check that out it's nl. pretty excited uh, how that came out and with that same energy and um and softness i'm going to bring now a mum's the word website to you in 2017 mark my words so that's a big project coming uh coming up and um yeah also as i said we're here for something uh for something new which is two guests on and here is agnel and karen bringing you their wisdom from nurturing us well, this is a first from Mum's the Word. We have two guests in being interviewed at one time, Karen and Anielle from Nurturing Us. I'm so excited to do this with you. The fact that we've got you there in Australia and me here in Holland and three of us on Skype, the technology is fantastic. But I'm gonna, yeah, just let the show go over to you guys. Please introduce yourselves. Hi, Kaz. We are so excited to be here with you as
2: well and both of us here. Um, Look, Anyal and I are both um, midwives. Um, we're both friends. We've been friends for some time now, and um, we're both independent educators as well. And um, we've we long, you know, chatted about how can we how can we better prepare women um, for for pregnancy. Um, and we're both really really interested in that mind body connection and how our thoughts and how perceptions change our experience of pregnancy. Um, and, And, you know, how that relationship and that connection to our baby in pregnancy or to your baby in pregnancy affects birth. And that's really what connected us both and that's what brought us together um, and we, we both really shared a real passion. We really wanted to make a real difference to women um, in, in pregnancy, but in birth and going forward in, in motherhood as well. So, yeah, so we joined together to, um, uh, to form our program, um, Nurturing Us. And um, that, that opened our world to you know, the world of epigenetics and birth psychology and perinatal and prenatal psychology. And um, yeah, here, here we are chatting to you.
1: Fantastic. Hi, Kaz. Hi. (laughs) I will let Aniel have her little spiel. Yes, please. Hi.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hello. I'm Aniel. I'm so excited to be here. Um, Ditto everything that Karen has just said. Um, I'll just add that I am so passionate to be part of of, of, of this field of um, creating awareness and creating, hopefully, empowerment in women in recognizing that they can make a difference to their pregnancies and to the future of the next generation. So, um, I love what, um, what uh, Karen and I are, are, are designing and, and hoping to get out to, to the world.
1: Well, I guess I'm a little bit lucky that I've had some experience uh, with uh, knowing what perinatal psychology is, and you would know the name Anna Faval. So um, I've done some of her work, but I think the listeners out there don't know what we're talking about. So the topic being epigenetics and pregnancy, and talking a little bit about perinatal psychology, I'd love for you both just to go for it and share everything you know in a very short time that we have, mm-hmm. um, but just so that people can get a little bit of a taste of of what you do and and why it's so important that. How their how their mindset and of course their health is um, during I guess the early stages before um, before they uh, conceive, but also during the pregnancy. So that yeah, we're really helping the listeners out there grasp the conversation.
3: So, so I guess Karen, we'll probably um, start off with um, explaining to our audience what
2: epigenetics is all about. Sounds great. So. You know, I think um, well, epi means above, and epigenetics is um, is really the study of how uh, how changes in gene expression um, occur. So on on top of the gene, so that really that old understanding about, about um, the fact that genetics determines our future. And I guess the other thing we should say is this is this is emerging research. You know, so we're really learning, and and, and things are coming out all the time, but. Um, that genetics determine our future is now being surpassed by that new understanding that um, that we know as, as epigenetics. So we used to think that, you know, you got half your genes from your mum and you got half your genes from your dad, and that, that really predetermined who you were. But we now understand that the role of environment and how our nervous system interprets that and perceives the environment um, it really controls our genetic expression. And but you know we're both midwives and so we really clued into that that um you know definition that pregnancy um being nature's head start program and that you know that comes from the the amazing work of Bruce Lipton so um and and, Anna Duval and you know I that, love her work and linked in with her as well um so yeah we, you know your baby's preparing in utero for for the world and how and how they understand that world and that's um that baby's prepared as the mother perceives it and that that you know has that control above sitting above the gene expression um so i think we we used to think that that it was just nourishment that you know a mother uh w- was the key role in, in a mother when you're when you're carrying a baby or when you're in, in pregnancy and um you know we just thought that genetics was a lottery and that determined that that who who the child was but um we now know that there's so much more than that and that you know the amniotic fluid and that blood that nourishes and um nurtures your the, the baby has you know has has hormones it has uh, emotional chemicals it has growth factors it has neurological regulators it contains so much and that that information um, is crossing over to the baby and that's preparing the baby for how they uh, perceive the world will be when they come into the, into the world. Um,
3: yeah, and I think I'll add to that. By saying, I think as um, you know, generally when we think about pregnancy, um, for for many of us, um, unless you've obviously taken an interest in this topic, you would you would you know you take the approach that um, you're pregnant. As as Karen mentioned, you you think about the importance of of nourishing your baby in pregnancy. But for many of us, I don't think we actually take it that step further of realizing that we have a direct impact impact on on how our baby is going to. Um, you know is going to step forward in life and, 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 and be an individual based on um, based on the emotional um, feelings um, it 's received in in preconception and in 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 pregnancy and so I think this topic is so interesting because as it 's emerging, it gives us an introduction that we can make a difference we can Change the next generation. Um, we have a direct impact on the little human beings that we are creating by little changes that we can make in in our external environment and as well as our internal environment, other than just nutrition. Um, and, and that's where we elaborate and look beyond just nutrition at topics such as, um, you know, having a having laying down great foundations within your family network with your partner with you know, even your immediate family so that this baby that's growing in neutral is constantly getting these positive emotions and feelings and um, connections to what the outer world has to offer and, and that extends further to, um, you know, how you deal with your day-to-day stresses of life because we all have day-to-day stresses, you know. Um, we try to not to have that, but that we do, even at our, I think our best attempts. And so we look as to how do we actually keep that balance, or how do we separate um, that information passing through to this little baby that's growing inside of us. Um, so I think that you know this area, this emerging research, um, gives us power um, to know that. You know, we, as Bruce Litton, um, uh, I've heard him talk before and he's mentioned, you know, we are not victims to our genetics. We are masters of our genetics. We actually can control our environment.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what we're really saying is that we're really consciously raising conscious, like we're actually consciously affecting the type of child we're raised. I mean, if we know with this information that we're going to be stressed in our pregnancy, that's actually going to affect our child's well-being and how they are under certain circumstances or, I mean, I have a dear mm-hmm. friend and she she said she didn't feel connected to her partner in the in that second pregnancy, you know, it was mm-hmm. either too quick when they got pregnant and all the feelings she had about feeling a little bit alone, um, she can see the difference in her children, how she was in that pregnancy and that's just someone who's done none of this study, that's just coming out mm-hmm. of her mother instincts and then when she connects the dots, she realizes compared to her other two children, how she felt in that pregnancy, how she struggled with this child, just needing more attention with her and just all these kind of things. And it's, I mean, it's amazing that you're bringing this to the world because it's so important. Like, of course, nutrition's important. Of course it is. They're the building blocks. What we, you know, you are what you eat. That's what your body ends up being made of. But there's so much more than that, you know? So, I, I mean, I love this topic. I mean, you, you girls gave me seven topics and I was like, <laughs> jumped in on this one. You know, people, need to, people need to know this.
2: Yeah, just that 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 emotional state is not just an act, you know, it's not just an abstract psychological experience is that you have physical correlates in your in your body, that that transfer to the baby, as you, as you said, as your friend, absolutely, you know, without knowing that I guess the research behind it or anything totally felt as a mother. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think that's really, yeah, really, really key.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and you know, I mean, I guess. Yeah, it's sorry, go on. No, no, go, 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 go. It's great. <laughs>
3: uh, I was going to say that with the recent, oh well, recent release of the in Utro documentary that came out. Um, Late last year, um, I think that created a lot of awareness um, for a lot of people about um, about epigenetics and about how we actually do impact our our, our babies in utero. Um, and but even when we look at the emerging research, um, I, I, the question still, you know, posed on on Karen and and in my mind as to this is great research um, and, and this is great to know all this stuff, but, gee, what do we do with it? How do we actually um, work through that? What are the solutions? And, and yeah. so um, I guess Karen and I in, in – in, in producing this business and creating a program, we took on board all of that in, emerging research and felt that we could really focus on some areas that would make a difference. And that is our, I guess, our goal. And um, and it would be great to leave a, um, to leave behind a, um, or instill in women that that confidence and um, and and feeling of, of of that they have a choice in, in how they raise their children.
1: Correct. And it's almost like we didn't know what we didn't know. And now we know what we don't know. And now you're teaching Mm. the, yeah, we knew that we didn't (laughs) know that. And now we're going to give you some tools now that you know that, right? I mean, that's really what we're talking about, (laughs) right? I mean, to make it super simple, um, you know, We've all been doing it without any consciousness and now we've got this amazing work from Bruce Lipton, which is amazing. I mean, if you've said in a lecture Mm. of his, like your head is spinning, like you speak so fast, faster than me actually. (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) So, but I think that's what, I mean, I guess why your, your program is, is essential because now people are like, okay, I know that, you know, when I'm pregnant, what I think about and how I feel affects my child now how can I yeah positively impact that so tell us more
3: sure so I guess um you know there are so many things that you can do that impacts your baby and um, I guess the first thing to probably um you know message that I want to give out to women who are thinking of getting pregnant or women who are already in pregnancy when they're thinking about their babies is um, realizing that your babies are conscious, aware and very expressive individuals um, and, you know, babies uh, in the womb, they have the ability to think and, um, and they're continuously um, feeling everything that you are feeling as a mother. And so in knowing that, um, it's so important that you take the approach of nurturing yourself um, physically, mind and body, emotionally, and as well as nurturing your relationship. Um, so I think that's definitely one of the first things that I want to I I put out to women who are thinking of, you know, of going down that journey. Um, other things that I, I really want women to focus on is um, taking time out for themselves and, and and talking to to this little baby um, and in talking to this little baby you're already creating and laying some really great foundations for connection and bonding with your child um, and when we say talking to your baby it's not just about hey how you going little baby um, uh, talk to your baby about what you're going through in your day to day events if you're having a stressful moment um, let the baby know that you're having a stressful moment that's it got nothing to do with them um, even though it's it seems silly like you think to yourself really it's a baby it doesn't can't tell the difference well that's where the emerging research is demonstrating that actually it, it actually does make a difference your babies are conscious um, expressive individuals and they do f- understand and feel um, what you're feeling so communicating with them about um, your stresses—that's got nothing to do with them. That you know you love them and that you you, you want to have them and you can't wait to meet them. Um, it does um, you know it does give out some really positive vibes and, and, and emotions, not just through the words, but also um, you know chemically you're releasing different types of hormones as you're expressing yourself. So um,
2: definitely, there are a couple of things that I I want women to to think about. And, you know I guess it's we, we all have episodes of stress in in our life and um you know it's it's those momentary events are all are going to come up for, for every woman and you know you're it's it's a learning process and you know your baby um isn't going to necessarily be affected by that one momentary stress like the the argument with your partner or you know the the the, the, the work deadline or whatever but it's the the chronic pattern and and your, that's what your baby learns from that chronic pattern of Stress, and it's it's um, you know it's it's uh, thinking I guess or changing that in your life, taking time out from from that. Um, I love you know I love the stories about or the, the analogy if you think about a a, a woman in a, a pregnant woman in a beautiful, loving, supportive relationship and. You know, when she sees her partner, um, and and connects with with him or her, then you know, um, you release that dopamine for pleasure. You release that oxytocin, and and uh, you know that all those chemicals, and that also contains growth hormones, and that that transfers, um, via you know to to your baby, but. You know, maybe a woman who's in a relationship where there's lots of stress or domestic violence or, you know, that you, you con- that woman is constantly in that fight or flight and those stress hormones like cortisol and inflammatory agents and, you know, affecting that immune response are um, are transferring to the baby. So it's that chronic stress rather than those episodes that, you know, we really – I guess, one to
1: highlight to Yeah, no, thank you for making that super clear. I mean, you know, stress is a big word and I, that's, that's what I was alluding to as well, not just that, oh, my God, I'm late for a school drop-off and I'm, I'm stressed in the traffic jam. Um, but, yeah. yes, it's it's all those ongoing, yeah, chronic chronic situations as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. And when we talk about, Kaz, about
3: um, when Karen just made a comment about Connecting in your relationship. Um, the other thing as well is that the babies, uh, you know, those does that connection that you're having in your relationship is the first impression that your child is having about what a relationship means, what it's like to connect with another human being, and that's going to possibly determine how that child reacts in its first relationship in, in as an adult um so you know laying those positive foundations really early um is so important
1: yeah yeah no i mean i mean any mum who's had or any mum knows that actually babies are super clever when they're born i was amazed at how clever they were like you know, just that they already, yeah, I, I can't put it, my finger on it, but I just remember at the time I was, was like, wow, she really knows she has a wet nappy. Like she cries straight away. You know? mm-hmm. She's told me that she's mm-hmm. got, you know, and um, I just like she knows when I've sat down to a warm meal because now she starts crying, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, and look, as, you know, as midwives yeah. as women right at birth, we can
2: see that you connection. You know more, more time than time anyone birth, else. With, yeah. with the father, with the partner, with, you know, just – so key that they know they're listening, they're interacting pre-birth. Um, you and can see that really birth.
3: hard to open their eyes to look at their mum for the first mm. time. Mm. Or you move away and they follow you with their little eyes. It's it's yeah, it's definitely there. It's oh, present. How
1: magical,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. magical for sure. Very conscious, very perceptive.
1: Yeah, and so what would yeah. be the relationship? I guess I mean it just springs to mind with like twin birth in, in that situation, and and they're connecting with the mother when they're born, like you know they've been together. And how would they relate to each other?
2: Well, they do, and I think the connection is so beautiful between them. Like you can see that they've connected in the, you know, pre, pre-birth as well. So, um, you know, you can see that, that that they've been communicating and conscious of each other and and very much, you know, there's that, that relationship um, as well as with the, their mother and their father or mother and partner. There's a
3: sensory yeah. connection, isn't there, mm-hmm.
2: that with, I guess, uh,
3: with one child you have, you know, the emotional sensations that you feel from the mother, as well as a sensory connection. Um, you know feelings as well but i guess with twins it would be a heightened sense wouldn't it
2: yeah Mm. absolutely
1: yeah yeah
3: yeah and so and you you can see that connection as the child's growing up you 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 see the, the the closeness that twins have and the dependence that they have on each other and um there is something that's that's present between those that that you know, twin relationship. And, and I think that when you speak to parents, my sister's got twins, so, um, you know, when I speak to her about, her, you, know, her, you know, her kids and how they interact, it's so clear that they have this bond between them that's been there forever. Not saying that if, you you know, other children, siblings or, or, or younger siblings don't have that bond, um, but it's a bond that, you, I guess, notice from the moment of, of when you first met them. Um, that's very present
1: yeah 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 so with this research of um epigenetics and the perinatal psychology how 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 is that going to affect future generations now that we have this information
3: yeah look it's a really it's a really great question because um it really opens the door to understanding that um, we have choices and we have a an opportunity to change the way that we approach pregnancy um so so understanding that it's not just about nutrition, um, you have to, um, you know, you have to really look after your um, your yourself from a uh, mental aspect as well, emotional aspect as well. So um, definitely, um, if that incorporates an element of just time out for yourself during the day, or meditation, or mindfulness, or um, going for a walk, so that you can clear your mind, um, it definitely. Um, for future generations, it, 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 it as a mom, you, you have an opportunity to to better take care of yourself, knowing that it's it's actually going to impact your your baby. Um, other areas that I think that we you know we need to look into is. Um, is also um, connecting with other women and connecting with the right type of women, you know. um, We all have friends and and sometimes we don't realise that they are actually, um, you know, taking us in a different direction based on the conversations that we have. So by having this awareness that how we feel affects our baby, we need to also take control of the type of conversations that we engage in. So be around women who are going to inspire you. Be around women who are going to, give you words of confidence or who are going to give you knowledge that will help you make better choices rather than being around other women who are going to make you question yourself or make you feel bad about the choices that you're making or make you have more fear about the choices that you're making. Um, So um, I think the emerging research helps us make better choices.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, that's always what I advocate is that you really need to find your tribe, and it's okay if your tribe changes. The friends you grew up with at high school may not be the friends you have the same opinions about in parenting, and you might have to let go of some beliefs and or, or some friendships if you, yeah, your your world changes. I think that probably is most important for people who don't have any friends who have babies or are pregnant when they're pregnant, and you've got to really go out and, you know, you're the pioneer in your in your world, I guess, for that. Um, mm. you know, but I think, yeah, it's all about finding your tribe really.
2: And, and aligning yourself with, with caregivers in your pregnancy that, that support and, and, and care for you and, um, you know, I guess, yeah, along the way. So you have that, that, um, that match your philo- the good philo- philosophical match, I think is what I'm trying to say yeah. with yeah. your, your some pregnancy. Yeah. So, cause I mean that, that really, we know it affects birth experience and but it also affects women and how confident they feel as they get to the end of pregnancy because you know that was part of our inspiration was try, we wanted to give women that inspiration or that confidence early in pregnancy so um, that by the then they got to the end of pregnancy they they um, you know they had really connected and they felt safe and they felt secure and that you know we, we know that feeds into your birth experience and then going forward in your parenting journey so um, yeah I think that's really key as well.
1: So, so tell us yeah. a little bit more about your work together. I mean, are you in private practice together? And, um, like just let the listeners know how you are, for, at least for the, for the local ones who might want to use your services. I'm curious too sure so we're running a number of um, free online events
2: but then what we, we also run uh, um, we're calling them urban retreats so um, uh, days where um, women who maybe are preconception or or at any point in their pregnancy um, uh, wanting more guidance or more um, uh, yeah I, I guess guidance and what the the research says so we've, we've gathered together that evidence and we've um, we've come up with six key elements that we're calling our nurturing us map to pregnancy, um, and the day flows through those. So it's an, um, we're, we're taking an integrative approach. So we've got you know various different um, practitioners giving um, you know chats and on forums throughout throughout the day. But we're looking at those models of care. So we're looking at uh, what women's options are um, in in pregnancy and finding that philosophical match. Um, but also with the options. We, I guess, are
3: um, wanting to help women um, discover who they are and what their needs are so that they can make the right choices for themselves because we know that we are all unique and what's right for me may not be right for you. So um, we want to help them explore Um, what their needs are and what their views are on birth. And some of them may not even know what their views are on birth because they've never really thought about it. So helping them navigate that so that they can choose the right option that's going to suit who they are as a person.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we're also looking at nourishment because, as you said, those are the building blocks and it's not all that's important, but it's still absolutely vital. So um, we're looking at nurturing, nourishing your your physical body as you're growing and developing a, a baby.
3: Yeah, um, and to add to that, we also look at um, at, at mindfulness and meditative type of practices, um, really focusing on being um, being present and, and being conscious of, of your awareness and um, and how to um, you know avoid the stresses of day to day life with with simple um, techniques that. Don't require too much time. That's easy to just take some time out and and, and practice to yourself, Um, as well as um, having an antenatal yoga instructor be part of our day so that we can also incorporate that with um, learning to increase flexibility and movement within your body, um, which we know is so important when it comes to um, later on in pregnancy when we're talking about possible pelvic girdle pain or when, it talks, when we're talking about moving around during birth. So we know that movement um, and, and clarity
2: um, and mindfulness plays a really important role in, in that journey. And, and the last element that we're really focusing on is that connection with you with those closest to you so in your in your relationship so really nurturing that early in that relationship early in pregnancy so you know we know that the birth of a baby brings less time for both intimacy but also just for conversation just for that connection between the the two of you so we want to really um you know give that a focus in pregnancy so you can build up that emotional love tank um to to weather whatever you know early early sorry parenthood um brings so yeah we really wanted to strengthen that can can connection um and i think we're strengthening that connection um i think that if you were to speak to a, a second or a
3: third or a fourth time mom um if you were to point out to them the importance of that to be that being a, a, an element or a topic of this program they would totally understand it and go yes that is so important gee i wish someone had said that to me when i when i was getting pregnant with my first child, Um, but from what Ken and I have seen through our our practice is that, um, you know, first-time mums don't necessarily comprehend the changes that will take place in their relationship and not wanting to put a negative twist on that. But we want to definitely um, talk about uh, the possible changes that will take place and how to deal with that, how to have um, open dialogue between two people so that if you do have challenges, what are your options and how do you navigate that? Because we know that um, that's, you know, having family unity and family um, happiness is, is crucial for not just the two parents, but also obviously the baby's development.
0: With so much great information provided on each episode, we've created an easy way for you to stay up to date on keeping your family happy, healthy, and safe. For exclusive content, as well as show notes, links for everything we discuss on the episode, as well as a free newsletter to help keep you informed, visit MumsTheWordPodcast.com.
1: I totally agree. I think everything that you see out there is all leading up to you know the birth, and after that, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. you know right so I think yeah um, absolutely. You know, it's not for nothing that it's one of our most popular episodes uh, with Julie Sharon about when the you know relationship when two become three um, because it's it's not only just that it's also you yourself as the mother changes you've never been a mother before you've, you've you know you've allowed to be selfish before and now you have to be super selfless so mm-hmm. um, how you and yourself change in your mindset let alone you and you relating to your partner I mean it's yeah, I think it's it's yeah, I mean it should be probably number 1. And of course, I'm a big fan of making sure that your structure and your nervous system is also fine as well, not only for the birth outcome, but also because it is um it is everything, you know, your connection to yourself and your baby is all governed through your nervous system. So maybe in uh, nurturing us 2.0 you have a a, yeah. a, a lovely uh, you know prenatal pregnancy chiropractic you know, uh, practitioner. Maybe, Kaz, when you're back in Melbourne, you can come and chat and, and be, take part in our day. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that sounds like that sounds. If it's around February, I think when it's cold here and warm there, we could maybe talk <laughs> to, talk about Fantastic. that. Actually, <laughs> um, no,
3: Kaz, what we do have throughout the day is with, with the guest speakers. We do have quite a number of allied health professions um, who are involved um, and talk about the impact on the nervous system, um, and that's how I guess by incorporating other other allied health professions, um, we're presenting options for for the mother, um, options, but also taking that collaborative, multidisciplinary um, approach to to hold like this wholesome, holistic um, way of, of of pregnancy. So, um, so we you know we are definitely incorporating other other, you know, other areas uh, for women to, to you know, as they leave this one-day workshop um, by come into contact with other allied health professions, they can walk away and go, gee, you know, I really liked that speaker and, you know, they introduced a whole new world for women that I'd never considered. And, and if that, you know, if they really enjoyed it, they've got an opportunity to connect with them after the workshop.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I I love the word complementary. I mean, for me, they complement each other. I don't see it as a this or a that. I, I think they, they work well together. I'm a big fan, by, uh, for example, of uh, acupuncture and Chinese herbs. And used it, um, you know, before conception, during postnatally, everything. And um, I think that's fantastic what you're doing. You know, there's, there's it doesn't have to be a this or um mm. yeah yeah i'd love yeah. For you i'd love for you to share um if you could a uh a quote or a f- affirmation related to this topic um that would be awesome sure um
2: we as you can guess we we have many and so we um we, we sifted through the one i guess the one that really spoke to to both um, Adela and I was, um, you know, Matt Damon said in Interstellar, um, you know, empathy really extends beyond our line of sight. So perhaps by extending our gaze, and you know, we've taken that further. But we, we can bridge those solutions in terms of wellness in pregnancy. You know, so that that women have that integrative, they have that collaborative approach. They have they 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 enter parenthood with that empowerment and that confidence, and really that a knowledge of. Um, how, what a conscious awareness in pregnancy looks like um because that will go on to to have an influence in future generations so yes yeah, so that's what we that, that's what we chose out of the, the the media that we looked at today
1: no i love that and i think um i mean we have so much information at our fingertips with the internet i mean having a baby these days versus having a baby 20 years ago i mean that you have an online community on facebook if you need if you're in a rural you know community you have you know so many resources and courses that you can do online and people that you connect with i mean there is so much there and now it's just finding the one that feels right really that's right yeah looking at words and yeah connecting what's right for you absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. and that's just more about having a i guess a more aware culture also because of this amazing epigenetics research as well um, yeah, yeah. Would you like to share? And with the a- epigenetics. Yeah. I'm just going to say no, with go the epigenetics. It. I know we talked a lot about um,
3: the impacts of that in pregnancy, um, but I hope that um, that our listeners also realise that that um, also impacts um, preconception as well. That even though we talked more about pregnancy, I think, during our chat, um, it's also probably really important to point out that it also makes a really difference before you're planning to have a baby as to how tanked up your body is, you know, with, with the right level of nutrition, with the right level of emotional balance, with the right level of support so that when you are conceiving this child that's obviously being impacted on, on what you bring um, to its life, um, you're bringing all this positive energy to, to this, to this you know, this conception and this developing fetus.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, what would you say to the person that, you know, accidental pregnancy, um, didn't know, you know, wasn't planning and, you know, now she's just heard this podcast and she's like, oh, I didn't do any of that. Um, you know, obviously coming to the workshop would be great, but what would you say to that, where to start?
3: Um, well, I think science has demonstrated that there's an opportunity to make changes at any time Um, the potential is always there so um, wherever you are in your pregnancy um, you can start by um, by eating the right food rich dense food you can start by taking time out for yourself you can start by just being more present with yourself so that you can make better decisions moving forward but you yeah. can always make changes. Um, that's a beautiful thing about science and epigenetics. It's always evolving. It's never, it's never um, still. So we have an opportunity to um, to make changes
2: always. It's yeah. never too late.
1: No, yeah. I love that. I love that. And exactly what you said earlier, Karen. It's really about your environment. You know, it's a uh, you know um the environment is going to affect how your genes are going to be played out that all the potential is there it's what you do to, to switch them on or switch them off
2: absolutely yeah and your perception or your yeah how you how you interpret that that environment yeah. how the mother does for her, for her unborn child
1: yeah yeah. Absolutely, and if we regrouped in ten years, I'm sure there's a whole lot more research that we'd have another layer of what we could be doing as well.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, right. <laughs> <laughs> which makes it really exciting. You know what 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 keeps coming to the fore?
1: Yeah, um, exactly.
3: Yeah, but we can only work with what we've got, and. What we've got today is I think the, I think what's so amazing is I think I said at the beginning what Bruce Tim said, you know, we are not victims of our genetics. We are the masters of our genetics. We can control our environment to some extent.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I mean I think all these people walk around with these labels on themselves like I've got this and that's their end point. And it's like actually no, you've got this and that mm-hmm. means you have these opportunities available to you to, you know, change the situation absolutely yeah yeah yeah. i'd love for you to share a time um that was maybe not so easy just so that the community mums the word doesn't have to reinvent the wheel and can learn that you know we're all not perfect (laughs) and we all we all have challenges and we rise out of them but just i like to make this a little bit of an online community so that um we can just remind people that yeah we're all uh, in this together
3: yeah sure so um i'll talk about I guess my um, one of the biggest challenges i've gone through within my family, and that was eight years ago um, after I had my my son um i wasn't a midwife when I had my first my 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 first baby um, and as prepared as I was, considering I had a lot of midwifery friends, um, I had a really gorgeous supportive birth from my husband um, but surprisingly. Um, to me, uh, not surprisingly now, but back then it was, that first year of after I had my son, my husband and I went through a really huge challenge within our relationship. It was probably one of the hardest years we'd had together, and we'd been together for a really, really long time and were very close. We also travelled that year, which probably added to the challenge of raising a child for the our first child. Um, but I guess that first year um we came to a point where it was so challenging we had we weren 't communicating we weren 't really having an open communication we weren 't really being f- that friendly towards each other. Um, we had a baby that was you know just n- not sleeping very well um not eating very well and um as a result of all those just challenges that every mother goes through in that first year, it took an impact on our on our marriage and um you know, there was definitely many points in that year where I felt like that was going to be the end. And I remember being in France in a small town called Perriguer in the southwest of France where my sister lives, um, you know, standing over a small bridge in town and taking off my wedding ring and saying, it's it, it's over, I'm getting on a plane and going back to Melbourne, I really dislike you. And him looking at me saying, I dislike you too. Um, but um, I can laugh about it now, but it wasn't funny back, back then. Um but somehow I didn't do that, and I, I hung in there. Um, and uh, and it was it was tough. Like I, I I don't know how I got through that that year um, of just just how hard it was in my relationship. And yet the year before I'd just gotten married and was completely in love. I was so happy that I just got pregnant. Um, and and somehow I don't know how we got through it, but we did. I, I, a year afterwards, I remember celebrating my son's first birthday. Everyone saying to you, "Oh, wow, you made it for the first year! Happy birthday to your son!" And I thought, like, yeah, it's a great year. It's a it's a celebration. And, in looking back i don 't know how we got through, but we did somehow we started talking and we started to be happy together and my son started to sleep better and eating better and uh, We never really seeked counseling, and we never really talked about how we moved forward, but we did somehow move forward and It took me five years to have my second child um, and that was and a, a one of the one of the one of the reasons i didn't i didn 't have my second was. A, I was really in love with my first and couldn't imagine having my second. But B, I just, I think both my husband and I knew that uh, if we have another child, I think we're definitely getting a divorce because we just couldn't fathom going through that year again of a second child. Um, But obviously, five years later, I, I did get pregnant again. But one of the things that we did do differently is having been a midwife back, uh, after, you know, for, for many years after that um, and just being more knowledgeable about, you know, how how this can really affect your relationship, we're sort of talking about how we would do things differently and we actually sort of reflecting back on our first pregnancy and that was the first time we talked about that year that we had um, and we made, we, we, you know, we came up with some strategies and um, and you know, I went on to have my my daughter. It was a beautiful birth and a really beautiful year where we were really connected and um, such a difference to my first. And when Karen and I wrote this program, uh, and Karen um, has done a lot of work with um, with relationships and um, and and is in, in, in connection in relationships. And when we talked about you know these issues. Uh, you know it, it was so important for us to make this part of our program because we felt that a lot of people um, out there do go through that, but we just don't talk about it openly enough. And and yeah, probably this is probably the first time I've talked about it really openly. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. to to people. I don't think my family even know about this story because we kept it so quiet. So.
1: um
3: so, yeah, that was a big challenge that, that I went through that I think a lot of women do go through or families go through, but it's, it's kept really quiet
1: do you, and do secret. You, do you think it's the fatigue that your just resilience is down or do you think it's maybe um, the, the feeling alone that you're not seen or heard because you're so giving to someone else or do you think it's that the partner's feeling left out, you know, that you're on the boob with this baby, hang on, what about me? We used to have time, we used to go out. And, I mean, or is it all of it?
3: I think it's all of it um I think it was the fact that I was I was breastfeeding two to three hourly or two hours for a whole year I think it was like and uh, I was always tired um and my husband was always tired and and so that really you know that makes you um you know short fused and 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 less patient with each other um so I I think it's it's a combination of all the things that you said. And I, even though I had friends who were midwives or maternal health nurses and, and I, you know, I had friends who were social workers, I was definitely in that network of friends. That really took me, took me by surprise that my marriage after a year of being married could have, could have ended after having a child. Um, that, was, that was really difficult to, to grasp
1: well, I think we, we don't talk about it, which is why I love that you've actually shared this because I think it happens more than, than we, we know. And, um, you know, I think what you said as well is the communication and even with your workshop and knowing that this is likely to come up, <laughs> this is likely to happen, mm-hmm. that you're going to be tired together or having a shorter fuse and, and having that pre-awareness allows you to talk about it and get some strategy in place and hey we talked that this might happen and hey it's happening so this is what we talked about you know, and to and to put
2: some of those strategies you right, in place in pregnancy, you know, so that you are you are building that or, or supporting or strengthening that connection in in pregnancy in preparation for what we know is is a, often a difficult time for couples in that that first year or even ongoing um, when they when they have a child because it's it's hard to grasp that when you're um, you know it's just you and your and your partner it's hard to grasp what an impact that little person is going to make on your connection Um, so and that will look different I guess for, for, for everyone but yeah I think we've really woven in some of those those strategies into our into our program.
1: Yeah yeah and what you've spoken about Anielle is is a healthy child you know we haven't spoken about one that might have had to spend some time mm. in hospital or something you know and and that in itself is also um something that we assume as well so um yes. thank thank you for oh, sharing absolutely you know that puts a whole other spin on things <laughs> you know <laughs> as does expat you as don't. does expat living with uh, no family help which is a lot of my Absolutely. a lot of my world you know a lot of my clients yeah expats have got no yeah. one around to help they've got no babysitter time you know they don't want you know there's yeah. no mum and dad helping out on wednesdays or none of that mm. you're just in a new country and new baby and no help so mm. another layer of complex yeah another layer of complex
3: mm. and 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 uh, you know it's it's just, I think, knowing that it's okay, knowing that you can get through it, knowing that um, that it will get better, you know, and just being kind to yourself. It, it starts with that. Yeah. You know, just that, um, that okay, let me just focus on what I can be, you know, grateful about, you know, that gratitude, uh, gratitude approach to life. And even if you do that for a few seconds, that does – you know, help put things in perspective yeah. sometimes, and yeah. um, and having hope that okay, I've got hope, I've got gratitude, um, I've got some te- I've got some strategies to just balance myself out. Okay, now how do I approach this? What am I going to do now? Yeah, um, all those things I think make a difference and and can and can help a woman. So that's what we hope to to bring to the world in one of the elements that we focus on in our programs.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I mean sounds fantastic um I would love you to share you know how people guest in sorry best get in touch with you <laughs> <laughs> that's a tongue twister and and find out more about the workshop when it's happening or where they can find out more to find out when it's happening and of course I'd love you to share um Instagram and Facebook and any of those other things that you have so that um, they can learn more about nurturing us
2: Sure. Well I mean the best place to probably start is our is our website, so nurturingus.com.au. dot com um, dot au. You can find out information about us there, you can find out information about the day, what the day contains. Um the first workshop takes place um in Melbourne on the twenty fifth of June um in, in Melbourne and then um you can see on from there um you can link from there to our facebook page you can link from there to our instagram page so that's probably the the best place to start or send us an email if you've got any questions um about anything you know relating to the day or anything relating to pregnancy so um yeah that's
1: that's probably the best place to start yeah and i think what what would be really nice is for people to reach out and email just what they thought about this episode i mean i think that's something that we forget to get the feedback on as well what, yeah. where it took them because, I mean, these these episodes do get people thinking and change their lives as well and it's always nice as practitioners to know about that. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. What were you going to say, Anielle? Oh, no, I was just going to say that um,
3: we'll also be taking the program to Brisbane and, and Sydney and hopefully some of the other states as well um, towards the end of the year um, but also to our listeners to look out for some of the webinars, free webinars that we will be conducting throughout the year. Um, And obviously we've got Instagram, um, an Instagram account as well. So we put up some inspirational messages up there to stay connected to us. So that's, that's very exciting.
1: Well this has been this in itself has been exciting for me because this is a, a first time of having two guests at once and um I think we <laughs> I, I I think we rocked it. I think we did really well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing us were running blind. No, it's been great. It's been really great. Yeah. 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 Well thanks for reaching out and of course thank you so much for doing this work because it's um I guess a bit of a new frontier that needs to get out to people because it is so important in um in the in the babies that we're making and creating for the future. Of course
3: Definitely. Thanks, Kaz. We can change yeah. the next generation. Absolutely. That would yeah. be great.
1: <laughs> I'm also inspired to do that. So thank you for your time, and I can't wait to share your message with the listeners. Thank you thank so you. much, Kaz. Well, Take care. Guys. Bye, girls. Bye.
3: Bye.
0: Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Mums the Word. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, and join us on our Facebook page to help us share the message to more mums all over the world. We look forward to having you join us again next time. Here on your trusted source for all mums everywhere, Mums the Word. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter, The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives